Okay. All right. T- all right. Tell me about it. All right. So this was this was a day ago. That's why I'm a little surprised you haven't heard about it. But the U.S. Virgin Islands issued a subpoena to Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla, related to their lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase over sex trafficking involving their longtime client Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Allegedly. Epstein may have tried to introduce Musk to J.P. Morgan bankers. That's interesting. What well, what does that mean exactly? Uh, I guess saying the lawsuit, the Virgin Islands has a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase. I think by the sounds of it, and they're blaming Elon. Well, they're. I think they're wrapping a hint into the... Yeah, I guess they're saying he's an accessory almost. <laughs> like he... I think? Says they've attempted to subpoena Musk for months and took ad- additional steps recently. Um, the government received no confirmation or denial of authority. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's... The biggest thing, it says it's a developing story, so there's going to be more information coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But it just, it sort of uh, made me think of this is part of the reason why this has anything to do with him hiring the CEO, the new CEO. Oh, Twitter. just because he knew, like, something was coming? He knew something was coming. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, if I think it's pretty safe to assume that things that we learn, other people have known before us. Not everything, I guess, but most things. Um, there's definitely like a long chain before it gets to when we know about something. So yeah, I don't know if that's silly to think that those two things are completely unrelated. Because I think she was made like the CEO the day before it ha- like one or two days before it happened. Yeah. Where did she come from? Do you know? Mm, I haven't I haven't heard great things about her mm-hmm. and to go along with Elon's like um, goal of making Twitter a free speech platform. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just saying I haven't really heard anything good about her, but I haven't really seen where she's come from either. It's also, you know, you never know. She might do a great job. Yeah. Like, that's a, cr- I mean, running Twitter has to be a fucking, I'm glad he hired someone because like, I want Elon to focus his like, talent on like, the engineering of new things and stuff like, um, I feel like that was probably taking up a lot of his time and, like, brain space, which I feel like we only get, like, a mind like that once every, you know. I I would hate to see him, like, um, it would hinder his, like, progress of, like, developing life on Mars and electric cars and shit for Twitter. So you're seeing it as, like, a benefit. This could be a benefit to society because it could allow for more innovative things to come our way. Yeah, I think it's freeing up more of his time to focus on innovation and stuff, which is what he did for a lot, a lot of years, you know? But then I feel like once Twitter got involved, like, he started becoming, like, I don't know, too much in the news, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like Elon's a smart dude, so, like, Things seem to be calculated a lot of the time. 
yeah, in a bad way. No, yeah, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying with that. Um, another thing I saw was that when he first took over, or where, or when there were rumors about him about to take over, a lot of advertisers were pulling out. Um, I think Twitter lost like forty million dollars in advertisers, and I heard that they're all back now with the switching of the CEO. A lot of the big ones that had left are now back. Are back. I don't, that's I don't interesting. have specifics, but that's interesting, right? <laughs> and there's there was no real like, you know, when they were leaving, it was Twitter's losing all of its advertisers and stuff like that, and now they're back, and we I feel like nobody's really talking about it. I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah, are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. Yeah, I'm off. I I don't know. How important do you think it was, like? for him to buy Twitter. Do you think it m- it's going to make any difference? Yeah. I I think it well it already has made a difference cuz a lot of people have been brought back to Twitter who were previously banned True. on both sides of the spectrum. True. Um which I think is good cuz it j- it just gives in the sense I guess I'm talking about there's a lot of people in the Twitter news world like independent journalists and stuff like that who had been banned and are now back and now can sort of attribute to the confluence of all the yeah, independent journalism now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's true. Like free speech in general. I was listening to a, a Lex Friedman podcast on the way up here about free speech. And yeah, I don't know. Um, all that stuff like that is censor- censorship that I feel like you don't think of. Like for me, it was like you know I don't really think of it that way, but um, it's definitely important that like it's not happening as much. Yeah. So I guess you're saying yes, it did make a difference, and it will con- it'll continue to be a difference. That's where that's where it's sort of uncertain with the CEO switch, just because I feel like Elon's been on it like all day, every right. day, um, and now that he's not putting that much attention to it, may mean that it'll start going backwards, start again. sliding back. You know. Um, yeah, it is. Or or small stuff will happen. And then something big will happen, and then Elon will might focus on that big thing and try to fix and let the small things trickle by, you know? Yeah. So, but that's, even that situation is still better off in the long term. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't been on Twitter in a while. But I'll probably make a comeback. I usually, like, oh yeah? I go in fucking phases on all that shit. Yeah. I'm, like, always just convinced that I'm going to quit it and then come back. I guess that's just addiction, but. Yeah. That's true. I do. I won't say I spend so much time on it. I guess lately I really haven't been having a whole lot of screen time, um, which I like, other than having music playing, mm-hmm. picking a playlist or something. Yeah, same. My screen time has been down, which has felt pretty good. Um, it's definitely can be sometimes like. I'll do anything but be on my phone. So even if I'm going to waste time, like I'd rather waste it a different way. Yeah. Um, but still, it's like I, I'm definitely not saying like my time management has got like flawless, but it's a step in the right direction and not just be sucked into your phone all day, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's definitely helped me. I've sort of noticed it without actually like, I don't know what my screen time is, like my time, my average time, but it was one or two days in a row where I just noticed I hadn't, my phone had just been sitting somewhere. I mm-hmm. guess it was maybe this weekend. I wasn't on it a whole lot. I just sort of had it and didn't even notice. But um, 
I don't know. I just know I've just noticed my mood changing like throughout the day a little differently than it does normally. So just getting better. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Oh well, and maybe it's just using, not spending time scrolling on my phone. I guess that's I'm more productive. I feel like. Um, But yeah, I I like the feeling of productivity. Same. Sometimes like, which is hard because like, the depression part of your brain is always going to tell you like not to be productive and to just like lay in bed all day. But like sometimes that is like the best way to snap out of like a worst a worse mood is like I don't know, man. Like clean your fucking kitchen or something, you know. And it's like, um, productivity is like so so important. I think to just like keep you on the right track because like it otherwise you're gonna like sink further into like i never even want to like get out of bed you know yeah it's almost like the the more productive you are the more energy you have for sure the more dopamine i guess yeah and i guess yeah that's what i'm saying the part that sucks is your like depression part of your brain the one that the part that's like keeping you in the bed and not getting up is telling you that that's not a good idea to do that you know um, but it's like feeding itself in that way. But yeah, I've a, uh, I'm big on cleaning the kitchen. I I fuck with cleaning up. I was talking about this um, with my sister over the weekend. Were you like a person who, at a party, you would like clean shit up, like before the night ended? Like, say you had a party, everybody's gone at like two a.m. Are you cleaning up right then, or are you going mm-hmm. to sleep and? waking up and cleaning up the next morning if i'm hosting we're cleaning up right there Hell yeah. well this yeah <laughs> this is when i was younger for sure i w- whenever i ha- would have my boys over it would be before we would like head up to mm-hmm. the house or whatever we the, the shop had to be spotless Hell yeah you know yeah that's yeah definitely Get especially the alcohol out of there yeah too. especially at your like living at home at yeah your parents place. yeah dude Maybe that's even where it came from because I've always been the same way. Um, but for me, it's like the next morning, like everything smells bad and like all the cups are like stuck to shit. It's I feel like it's just so much easier to just take care of it and go to sleep. I feel like you sleep easier that way. And it prevents having a, if you are hungover, that's usually not fun, cleaning up hungover. Yeah, I mean, it's fun when you're like all fucked up because like you put some music on. You know, like it doesn't have to be like this big chore, but yeah, I, I hated waking up to a mess. That's, I feel like that's when you know you've had too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the headache to come along with it. Um, Good Fridays, episode 31. Whoop. 31. Reggie Miller. That's all I got. <laughs> I think he's just 31. How you been? Uh, Pretty good. Yeah. I was in I was in Pittsburgh this weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? Good. It's always good to see family. And uh Yeah, but my uh aunt had a party at her house and like got to see some of my cousins um who told me that they were listening, so shout out. Oh, uh, let's go. Shout out they were asking if the Pittsburgh number was jumping up in the in the stats. Let's go. So it's gotta be. Yeah, shout out all you guys. Really appreciate it. Oh uh, but yeah, and I got to see my grandma on Sunday, dude, she like, she is mind blowing. Like, she's ninety seven, about to be ninety eight, and like, in her room at the nursing home, she just walks like without a walker. Wow, ninety eight. <laughs> like, she'll take a walker if she's going 
um, like out in the halls, but if she or like going down to get food or whatever, but in her room, just like straight up walking, which is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's like crazy good. Like, talk about taking care of yourself. Like, you can walk when you're ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something you can attribute to, um, the successful aging. You know. Yeah. Like to live that long, you got to be doing something right. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so, but that was really awesome, um, getting to see her and just catch up, because I don't get to see her that much. Um, and then, yeah, had dinner with my family. We all came back and had dinner at my parents' house for Mother's Day, and then I came home. So, those, it was a packed weekend, but it was a lot of fun. That's cool. What about you? Did you you do anything? Mm. Anything big for Mother's Day? Yeah, we went, well... We did brunch. We went to um, shout to Jacob, my brother. He prepared a nice brunch. Um, so we rode up to Winchester, saw him, spent half the day with him, and came home. I went grocery shopping in the morning, and then the evening we just did some chores around the house. But yeah, it was a good Sunday, good weekend. Yeah. You've been watching much of the NBA playoffs recently? Um, not, not as much as I would like to, because I keep like hearing that it's like. Um, really good games and really good series, but I guess it's the finals now, right? Or the con- conference finals starts yeah, tonight. Yep. Um. Yeah, I hope I can watch a little bit of it. We got Boston and Miami representing the East, and Denver and LA in the West. Lakers. What uh? What seed are the Lakers this year? Aren't they? Didn't they play in the play-in? I think they're. Uh, at least a s- I feel like they're a six seed. I could be wrong. Mm. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm rooting for the Celtics, but I also like Jimmy Butler. Um, mm. So maybe I'll root for the Heat, but I don't know. I just hope that I can watch some games and they end up to be good games. Because I feel like every time when something like this is happening and I'm, I don't watch games, I finally put the time aside to watch one and it sucks. Like it's a blowout. Falls flat. <laughs> yeah. Every time. So I hope, I'm just hoping for some good games I get to watch. I'm pulling for a a bubble rematch. Miami, Miami and LA. Lakers, yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. J- Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. Love it, dude. And then seeing seeing the Lakers have success now, just the interesting season they've had. Um, yeah, they were like out of it with not that much time left. Yeah, with maybe less than 20 games or something like that. Yeah, they are a great story. Um, plus, I heard if Miami makes it to the finals, then Tyler Hero can come back. Oh, he'd be healthy, which would be crazy. That is yeah. huge, <laughs> especially if if he comes in knocking them down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I'm excited though. Yeah. I will watch the finals if not the finals. The finals. Got to. We've had a, f- a couple seven game series. I thought. At least one. Mm-hmm. I think there was two in the last round. But um, you know who I don't got? Mm. John Moran. <laughs> okay, so break this down for me because I I've like heard about it, but did he? So he went live on another Instagram and was flashing a gun again. It was he was in the car with some of his buddies, <laughs> and they were playing NBA Young Boy. The Young Boy was slapping, and um. He's got it on John Morant, and he doesn't have the gun out, allegedly. 
And then he puts it back on himself or whatever. And then he puts it back on John Morant, allegedly. And he's got the gun in his hand. <laughs> and it's on for like a second. And then it pulls it off, allegedly. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> and there was, I think there was a hundred and... 121 people in the Instagram live. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, in the grand scheme of things, really isn't that much, but there uh, were probably like 30 people screen recording. Yeah. You know? It's... It's just, I don't know, dumb, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like he just did... It's just silly. He has no reason to do that shit. <laughs> um, especially... You know, after the it, when was that? Like just a couple of months ago, the last time. Yeah, the initial one was in March. Um, he was suspended eight games, and then he went through. I think he went through some required therapy sessions and checked all the boxes. So they brought him back. They needed him back for the yeah, playoffs. They do. He's such. He's a dog. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they need him, but ah. I think he. Um, I think he forfeited almost forty million dollars. Because he didn't make any all NBA teams, mm-hmm. like he left that amount of money on the table. Because I don't know if because of what he went through, sort of that he forfeited the right to be in that, mm. or if I mean he's one of the most popular players in the NBA, so I can't yeah. imagine he wouldn't be on an all. Yeah, NBA there's definitely team. some connection there. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's just like I don't know why it just seems so stupid to me like yeah. to do that, but. The interesting thing that I've seen um, a few people talk about is he wasn't doing anything illegal. Right. But for me, it's more like it happened the first time. And the Grizzlies, like, were part of it is like, hey, man, don't do that. And part of it is, uh, like, try and surround yourself with people, like, better so you don't get in a situation like that. Um and he didn't do either of those things. So it's like, <laughs> I, it's just so dumb, you know? And, but yeah, it isn't illegal, but it's just like, I don't know. It's not what you want your name to be attached to, I feel like. Yeah. It's unnecessary publicity in the negative direction. <laughs> yeah. Like it's definitely not good publicity yeah. at all. Um, I know I've seen. I think Michael Wilbon came out and said he's no longer buying any any John Morant products or something like that. I think he said something along those lines. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, I I feel like it's hard for him too, though, because it's like he knows that they're not going to cut him. Like and. That, I feel like, can quickly evolve into, like, a real arrogance, which, like, is really bad. And, like, I think that's what makes a lot of really, really, truly great players is the ability to, like, fight that. Because it's would be super easy to fall into, like, well, I can pretty much do whatever the fuck I want because they're not going to get rid of me because I'm John Morant, you know? Um, like, having humility in those when you're in that moment probably easy like harder to do than you would think yeah unless unless he wants to get cut right true i mean we've seen career suicide to get free from contracts before very true like when james harden got fat (laughs) 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 
<laughs> why why didn't he just do that? He was like a complete that's a that's an era. That's a James Harden era. When he was fat? Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's n- he was like he l- he looked like a completely different person yeah. almost. <laughs> Crazy. What a time. No, but I don't know. The thing is he was with the same friends as the first time. Like it's still the same crew he was rolling right. with the first time. It, I felt like everybody was saying you should probably find some new friends. Um, yeah. I think the Grizzlies could also look into getting like full time 24 7 security for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the one thing that they're not going to be able to do is stop him from listening to NBA Youngboy. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be the worst crime of Dude, them all. I'm serious. He gets the people going, man. It's wild. Like, how many how many people listen not how many people listen to him but he's got he's got a piece of the culture in his hand dude you know yeah. what i'm saying i i don't think i've ever listened to like an nba young song nba young boy song all For the real? way through i mean that's probably not true but not not like you didn't seek it out to listen to no. the full song yeah definitely yeah. not or like a album yeah um but hey i he gets the people going, man. That's cool. Like, the concerts are probably sick. You know, the energy. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's... I don't know. It's kind of a meme. Right. You but know? does it actually happen? I think so. I think <laughs> I think people... I think there are probably... Um, how can I say this? I think if you took a sample of people who were committing crime... Who were listening <laughs> to music while committing crime? <laughs> I think NBA Youngboy would be like the number one artist <laughs> to listen to out of the sample collective. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. Who would be next? <laughs> um, um, James Blunt? I don't know who that is. John Mayer? No. Um, bon Jovi? <laughs> Li- Maybe some, ol- some, older fo- some older folk. Older folk. Yeah, I don't know. But you're saying <laughs> NBA Young Boys, number one. I think he's got to be close Death to Grips. it. Well, that, see, th- I'm not tied <laughs> into that, so that, that could be it. Death I didn't even think too. about, like, that many different genres. Let's see. How many people a month do you think listen to NBA Youngboy? Uh, well, this is just Spotify. Google it. Uh, I was gonna say, you, I would Google it. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming Spotify is probably like under fifteen million. Twenty four million. Under yeah. Seven million. No 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 under twenty four over fifteen. Twenty. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Which isn't that high. I you mean, know, it's, it's high. Not, it's not as high as I thought it was going to be. No, it is, but I think a lot of his music. He's a huge YouTube uh, numbers guy. I think. Hmm. I think that's his biggest listening base because it's free. Uh, you just go look up a video. Yeah. He's got, he's got the youth, dude. <laughs> this one podcast I watched. This guy. He said he threw a birthday party for his daughter, and she wanted it to be NBA YoungBoy themed. <laughs> No and this way. is this is no lie. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm not even joking. So they played NBA YoungBoy the whole time, and they had like plates, decorations, all this stuff. Uh, cut out, <laughs> life size cut out. Uh, he was number two in the U.S., and this was in 
This was last year. For on YouTube? No, just total stream. This is from the source and the Twitter thing is chart data. Oh, chart data. It says most streamed artists this year so far from in the US. And he was number two. Wow. NBA Young Boy. It was Drake, NBA Young Boy, Taylor Swift. I was gonna say, where's That's Taylor? Crazy. At? That is nuts. I guess all that to say this. Um I think the NBA has a right to do what they're doing because it's their it's your you work for them essentially. Right. They make the rules. Um and he's I think a big reason for that is because of his influence. Um, yeah. You know, for sure. I feel like he's one of those players that a lot of kids are looking up to right now. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good representation of how you should um wield your influence. That's well put. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Just you know. Guess you do what you can. <coughs> yeah. Or just start w- just get a water gun. No. Yeah, like <laughs> a little water gun pistol. Yeah. <laughs> it's summertime too. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, you could take the steps like next get an airsoft gun. Yeah, and, you know, paintball gun. <laughs> a slingshot. Um Lil Wayne was in the news recently. Okay. Um he just did a, a pretty big tour, and he ended it in L.A. a couple nights ago. Didn't end on a good note. Really? Yeah. But what happened? This um, was the last night of the yeah, tour. Yeah. So it was. It's his. It's his first headline tour in four years, and it was the last show on the tour. He showed up an hour late, allegedly, because I've also heard somebody say it was longer. Um, he brought out two chains. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I would have been stoked if I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then I guess maybe halfway through his set or something, he brought some of his artists from his label out to do a couple songs. Okay. And that's where things took a turn. <laughs> Who notable is signed to his label? Well, the three guys he brought out, um, Alan, Alan Cuba's, Yaj and Twist. And if it's Twist, I think it's a guy. I think it's Lil Twist. He's been there since like Drake was on Young Money. If it's the same guy. Um, but the crowd did not receive their performance <laughs> very well. <laughs> they just, did they boo? I didn't see a video. I just heard that Wayne wasn't rocking with it. Um, oh, he was mad at the crowd? Yeah. Oh. So he came out after, I think they played one or two songs. Wayne came out because he was off the stage, he went backstage right. to take a break or whatever. So we appreciate it, but we about, but we ain't about to be bending over backwards for these folks. We work too hard for this shit. We work way too hard. This my MF and artist Allen. That was Twist. That was Yash. We are Young Money. We appreciate y'all time. And then they left. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just walk. He put the mic. I did see he put the mic on the ground and walked out. And while he was saying it, it looked like his artist. I, he looked like, what's going on? I don't know how he truly felt about it. What the fuck? That's crazy, man. And this was where? Los Angeles? This is in L.A., yeah. Bad music town. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing I was hearing. Out there, I've, people people don't receive music the same as, like, in Charlottesville at JPJ or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, every every place is definitely has different crowds. But, um, hey, respect, man. I get that. Yeah. I've been in like some bad crowds before and it sucks. 
you know like um a really good crowd is an important part of a live event any live event like um sports anything like and if the crowd's not into it then like all right bye <laughs> you know i get that i do get that um it just always makes me think of the the dude who was throwing shit at kid cuddy which no. that doesn't that's <laughs> that's not the same thing but Classic. that's just all that's what i think about every time i see like <laughs> a, somebody getting like not getting along with the crowd yeah yeah that's a great video <laughs> Yeah, that shit is so fucked up. It's so funny though. <laughs> but I've seen Logic do that before. Um, I remember a while ago, like he stopped the song and he was like, "You guys, <laughs> like you guys, don't want to hear this. Like I'm just gonna do a different song or something." <laughs> I think I saw that too. <laughs> or like he started it over or something. Yeah. But it's like at that point, man, you are bending over backwards. Like, yeah. Come on, get the fuck into it. Yeah, I hate dead crowds. So shout out Lil Wayne. He was right. So that was a good move. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it's like the argue I feel like the only argument is like or the only argument that I can think of is like Oh, well these people like paid all this money to be there. And like it does hurt mm, it does hurt the real fans, right? So like that sucks because there were people in there that were probably like jamming the fuck out. Um but I don't know. I feel like my thing is like, don't go to the concert if you're not gonna be like that. So I don't blame the artist for doing it, but it does suck because it's like people. Hmm. Some people were probably like really jamming. Yeah. And to have that taken away, you like, you're just like, wait, why the fuck did that just happen? You know. Well, they um, were probably rocking with the openers too, because if you're a yeah. fan of the artist that much, you're gonna, you like automatically like any any other product of their own you know what i mean right um but it's just like it's always the smaller group that's the loudest you right. know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so it could have been like the the least likable fans there and they were just like oh f this you know what i'm saying yeah but i also think it was a good move um because it also gave some gave them some pr you know especially True. if these are like up-and-coming artists true otherwise or now might provoke somebody to go see if it really sounded that bad you know was the was the poor crowd reaction justified you know i guess that's true too it could also just suck (laughs) yeah (laughs) it also has been trash and you're just like fuck right better get some fucking water yeah the more i think about that the trickier of an issue that is my first instinct is like fuck them if they're not like jamming out but the more I think about it, it's like, I don't know if that was a good move or not. Well, it, I think it worked out being a good move with the PR. That PR, though, that's true, because now it's like we're talking about it. Yeah. If they would have just had a regular show, we wouldn't have even. And just stuck with a poor performance. And then he sort of made the talk. I don't know. I feel like he took a potential loss and made it his own win by walking out versus like, doing a low energy show and people saying yeah that show was weak and you know what i'm saying yeah that's yeah i guess that's that's true too because like you see clips of a low energy show and you're just like damn he must be bad now you know but it's like especially with like uh, like rap and hip-hop music i feel like it's even more so um i think a large a larger like percentage of the experience is reliant on energy from the crowd Mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing like that's not a knock but um, but I I, th- 
I think there is like an element of that in every live event, but rap and hip hop, like I feel like it's so important because they're essentially all by themselves up there. Yeah, your your confidence has to be sky high. There's no one to like create energy with, like a band, because you're by the, up there by yourself. Maybe like maybe a DJ, but if you're lucky, yeah. And if it's your DJ, you're even luckier because sometimes you'll get a DJ who's not familiar with your stuff, and he might screw up your set right accidentally, which yeah. would really suck. But like, remember when we saw Jack Harlow at that bar in DC together? Yeah. Um. Songbird? No. Um, Union Stage. Union Stage. I just remember, like, the first couple rappers came out, and it was just like, this <laughs> like this is stupid. Yeah. But then, like, when Jack came out, there was, like, a different energy in the room, and, like, there you felt like you were, like, in the presence of, like, someone who, like, knew what the fuck they were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that ability is part of what makes like a really really great artist like you have to have that like as soon as you come into like eyesight it's like the whole vibe changes you know it's like you're in the presence of like a rock star you know yeah um i don't really know what the point of that was i was just maybe think of it thinking about crowds and shit i just remember the first two rappers were bad yeah well it's well that's the thing too because you're never you're never really there unless you're on somebody really early you're never really there for the opener right yeah. Usually I feel like it's if it's in your city you might have some friends there supporting you, but if you're on the road with somebody opening up, you gotta know that those those numbers are gonna be sad. Yeah. So I guess the ones that can still really bring a good energy to that situation. Mm-hmm. It's still that's important. Because everybody had to start that way at one point. For sure. Yeah, there's somebody I know. Um, I think he's he makes rap music. His name's Melito. Um, but I saw he just opened up at for some rapper at the Songbird. And I thought that was cool because it just reminded me of when I was there to see Jack and mm-hmm. the openers there. Just cool to see. Let's have a side shout out to him. Um, what have you been listening to lately? Um, I have been listening to. There's a new Albert Hammond Jr. album. Who's the guitar player from The Strokes? Mm. That's cool. Um, I've listened, been listening to this band called Twin. Um, I saw this is, I guess, kind of along the same lines. I saw them as an opener for Illiterate Light at the Golden Pony in Harrisonburg when we saw Jack Hart that same weekend, uh. and they were the opener, and they were doing some pretty weird shit, but. Wow, this actually story fits so perfectly. That the girl with the lead singer was like she had like this that presence and there was like so much energy in the music. And like I don't I think they either like were not on Spotify or had like a couple hundred listeners at the time. Um So you couldn't check them out? No, I I could. I definitely did. Like I followed them on Instagram, but I guess my point is now they um they put out like a full length album. And it's like completely different than what the music I heard before, but it's really, really good. So I've like found, I kind of like refound this band. But the reason I got into them in the first place was like the energy that they had when they played. Mm. Um, but yeah. Well, it is crazy. Been digging them a lot lately. I did loop perfectly. Yeah. Divine synchronicity. 
You were talking about that at the at the bar before. Yeah. Zach Bryan. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, Zach Bryan, dude. Well, did we not talk about that? No. Hell yeah. That was How a was good it? show last Wednesday. That was a good show. I had a ton of fun, dude. He's a really good performer. Um, put on a heck of a show. And I got to hear a lot of my favorites, which was cool. I think there was only one song that I was sort of hoping I would hear as well, but I got all the rest. Nice. That was nice. That's always good when you when you pick the song, like pick out some songs you'd really like to hear. Were you checking the set list? No. Good. I was avoiding that. Good. Yeah. I, I thought about <laughs> it, but I was like, ah, I feel like I already have an idea of what he's. The he, live yeah. album he put out at the top of 2022, or no, top of, was it top of this year? don't know it wasn't that long ago yeah, yeah I oh think yeah it, it must have been yeah he was either at the closing or 22 or top of 23 but he put out the red rocks live album and i've been listening to that a lot um so i had an idea of like probably pretty similar set list yeah, yeah. um but it did get changed up some and and then um, he debuted a song which was cool um missed the opener we had to uh head back to the car because the ladies bags weren't spec size no yeah you know you know how that goes shit is so annoying so annoying it's funny um that happened to us um at a uva baseball game really yeah same thing me and logan went up and they were like that bag's too big so it must just be a uva thing i guess (laughs) and we had to walk all the way back to the parking garage and then back to the baseball stadium the thing that was so annoying is like and this is like this is such a small thing to be complaining about, <laughs> and I fully understand that. I'll just preface it by saying that. But the lady was like a hall monitor, dude. <sighs> it was one of them. Yeah. And it got to the point where like her managers were behind her, and they were sort of like, eh. They were on the fence. They were more on the fence than she was. She was right. like, no, no. And they were like, eh. But I think they wanted her just to. S- they wanted to stick to it and not flip flop. Right. Went back to the car, came back through a different person. Mm-hmm. They barely checked us. Right. You could have probably just brought them through there. Originally. I think it I think it had a large part of us being in line three instead of line one or line one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we try, I think if we tried somebody else, they probably wouldn't have fussed so much about it. It's a shame. Um, And you're right. I guess we shouldn't draw on it too much because you said it was a really good show. Yeah. But yeah, it's just some people, I think, let the power go to their head a little bit too much power trip um did you did you know any of the openers music like was was that were you pretty bummed that you missed it or was i wasn't kind of just well whatever? i was under the impression i was i was seeing somebody else as an opener oh <laughs> which in that sense i would i would have been more bummed if i missed it right but um, it turned out to not be who you thought turned it was. turned out to be somebody else i misread the uh the tour date because when they have the guests on the bottom they have the symbols for them yeah and I thought I had an asterisk, but I had a what something. Whatever. Else. Yeah, I got you. Um, but it was the opener. I think they're called "Trampled by Turtles." Okay. Um, I had I had heard one of their songs, but it was just a Tom Petty Wildflowers cover. It sounded okay. good, but, but I haven't still. heard any of their other music. And one thing that was cool. Um, after I don't know if it was after the first song, after the first few songs, uh, Zach had made a comment like, "I've been listening to them since I was 10. Which is kind of cool to hear. Yeah. To have, like, somebody you've known from a distance open up yeah. for you. That's that's a probably a huge honor. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I 
I think I love when smaller bands like that do covers. Mm. I think that is a great thing to do. Um, because like you just said, like that's the only thing you knew from them, but you yeah. still would have been upset if you missed them. Um, so going off of that, my question is: Do you have have you ever seen like a band do a really cool cover? And I don't mean like a cover band, like you saw a specific artist like a named artist and then they did a cover of somebody else's song. Mm, that is a really good question. Do you have one in mind? I, I can, sp- yeah, spout out a couple. Yeah, uh, Zach, Seeing Zach Brown Band do Whipping Post was cool. Okay. Um, once I saw, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. It was Maggie Rogers opener, Del Water Gap. Mm. And he did, um, uh, Avril Lavigne song, <laughs> and that was cool. It got the it got the fucking people going, man. Uh, and then one time I saw Faye Webster do a fucking Animal Crossing song. Animal Crossing? Yeah, like the little dog that plays guitar in Animal Crossing. He like has songs, uh. and she like fucking covered one of those. Huh. Like, it was really really bizarre, but it was pretty cool. It was a lot different than anything else I'd ever experienced. I feel like I haven't really seen artists do covers at live shows. I mean, like, more renowned artists. Right. Um, trying to think. I would have loved to see uh, Zach Brown Band do Into the Mystic. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Because I know you saw that, too. Yeah. They do a lot of covers. Yeah, they do. And I've seen them do covers because yeah. the last time I saw them, one of their whole sets, it just they brought out a big wheel and were just playing covers. Oh, see, that's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, they do do a lot of covers, but they did like a uh, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name. Um, I'm sorry, what were you saying? They do Enter Sandman. I've seen them do that a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> pretty nuts. Yeah, I remember that. Um. Yeah, that was a good question, though. Thanks. Oh, I also I saw the Foo Fighters do um, the breakdown that Tom Petty song. Wow, that was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that one sticks in in there for sure. I still I think that's so cool. You saw the Foo Fighters. This is a band I just remember from being like when I was younger. Yeah, and I feel like that would be one I would want to check off my list. Yeah, I was super lucky to go to that a really cool show. Shout out Jeff. Getting tickets. What are we at right now? 15 minutes. <laughs> 40 th- 43. Damn. Um Come on, bro. I've started doing um, guided morning meditation, like with a little video. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Only a few days in, but yeah, I get up um pretty early. Like I've been trying to get up a couple hours before I usually get up, and then I do one of those like five minute or ten minute. Um. Meditation's always been something I'm interested in, but 
Uh, it's always been something I never thought, like, I always thought it was cheesy to use, like, one of those guided videos. Like, I was like, that's something you should do on your own. Um, which is still eventually what I would like to, I guess, graduate to, to be able to just do it without help. But the video does help because, like, it helps you, like, focus more on, like, where you should be taking your mind when it's, like, in this, like, blank slate as opposed to just... I don't know. For me, it was easier to not start thinking about, like, work and shit. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part. You're, like, you start thinking about stressing. and um, So that helps with that for me. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. When it, You said it was a few days ago you started doing mm-hmm. that? I noticed one day recently you texted me at, like, 7 a.m. I'm like, damn, he's up uh, early right there now. There you go. I that, think it was yeah. seven. Might have been early. That's when I've been getting up. So yeah, yeah. I was like, "Let's go." <laughs> um, to be completely candid, uh, the two time or the last two times, I fell back asleep. <laughs> I woke oh. up, did it, and then like, you know, cleaned the kitchen up yeah. or something, and then fell asleep <laughs> again. But um, yeah, it's been. I I'm trying to take some steps in the right direction. I'm trying to start getting up earlier and like Let's actually go. having mornings. Eating breakfast. Try to do all that shit. That healthy. That's awesome. Healthy shit. Yeah, I know um my buddies over at the Beef Podcast, they've been doing um like each episode they've been doing like a, a mindful technique to try oh, really? to try to come down and I feel like I've heard something similar to that. Um just taking a minute, relaxing and then thinking about everything that's going on and yeah. trying to let go definitely good for you it is or because it doesn't i mean you know you have to use it correctly but it can stop you from stressing about things that don't matter because all that's doing is taking up space in your brain and then you end up screwing something up that actually does like even if it's as simple as like a task at work and you fucking you fuck it up because you were too busy stressing about like i don't know your internet payment or something (laughs) you know it's like uh it's just a good way to like I don't know keep yourself grounded, but I'm not trying to sound like a fucking sage. Like I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's been cool and yeah. something that I used to be like, I don't know, thought it was cheesy and corny, but it actually is. Wor- it's I can see minor changes, improvements. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, when it, when everything's compounding, you know, something's stuff's gonna get missed, stuff's gonna get done not to the best of your ability, right? Um. But yeah, keep a clear mind. Started walking to the grocery store. You did? Yeah. How far is it? It's so close. It's closer than the food line was in college. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's stupid. It, it takes me probably like two minutes to get there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started walking. That's awesome. This This has only been like a couple days, but. Cause you don't you don't get a bunch of groceries at once, right? Not usually. Like yeah. if I'm gonna do that, we'll probably or if we have to make two stops, like get some stuff at Wegmans, some mm-hmm. stuff at Food Line, then obviously not. But like I wake up in the morning and I want I've like today we were out of like paper towels, so I just walked over and got some, which was kind of a nice. Cause I used to do that shit all the time in college. Yeah. Nice little walk. Yeah, I was walking a lot like senior year. It was just nice to take a break throughout the day. Yeah, take a walk Take a walk over to Food Line. Plus, it was so uh, convenient to have mm-hmm. like something so close, which we still have now. 
I feel like I hadn't been taking advantage of it. But yeah, shout out Food Lion. Yeah, I, I wish I had. That's one thing. I wish I had some somewhere close I could just go walk to. Mm-hmm. Like a Target. Like walk yeah. there. Not a store, but. No, I know. Like you're like <laughs> a uh, X on the map, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I got a yard. Yeah, that's that's true. But sometimes it is nice to have a destination to go to because, I mean, we like to walk like down to the lake and stuff. And recently just found we actually do have like a nature trail, which mm. has been wonderful. Um, but yeah, sometimes, I don't know, it's just nice to have like an errand to run and just go do it. But I guess that kind of falls back into the productivity thing. I was going to say it gives you that. That dopamine boost. feels a little time. better to walk there than to get in your car and drive. And you're like, damn, that was only 30 seconds away. Like, yeah. Because you're accomplishing a goal by getting the product. Right. And then it's like a bonus that you're getting exercise. Yeah. Side quest. For real. <laughs> <laughs> you had any uh, any side quests lately aside from that? Mm. No. I mean, I guess just this whole ordeal of getting up in the morning (laughs) like which is uh i sound like such a fucking work from home kid right now but it has been a challenge to like get up before i physically have to but um hopefully i can keep keep on in the right direction without falling back asleep um i'm also trying to stay off caffeine but i might have to reintroduce that let's go so i don't have to go back to sleep every day yeah, I've been having the same issue with um before I was jumping out of bed at like four twenty, four thirty. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like getting out of bed at like five or a little after. Like I'm right. Cut my time. I'm taking more time in bed in the morning versus like getting up and leaving earlier. Which I don't I like it because it's it's more peaceful in the morning. I'm not like I'm not in a rush to leave. Right. That's the thing. I'll I'll be l- I'll be an hour and a half ready before work and I'll be stressed about like getting there early just so I can relax before it starts. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've been, that's kind of how the whole thing started for me. It's like, I hate that like anxiety of not having like a second to sit and be like, okay, work's about to start. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I definitely get that feeling. So I'm actively trying to get back to it. Yeah, setting setting my alarms for earlier because when I was doing it, I was getting up, no alarm. Like on the weekends, <sighs> I get up at five or five thirty. Yeah. Um, but it has been nice to get some sleep recently. Well, yeah, I mean, sleep good. is awesome. That's yeah. like that's uh, the hardest part for me is like I would like sometimes I'll go to bed at like eight a or like eight p.m. just so I can sleep till like nine a.m. and get thirteen hours. Yeah. Like that's sick. Such a flex. <laughs> it's like. I like 13 hours of sleep. Like I wish I could do that all the time, but um, yeah. Uh, I I also like want to want to start like trying to pay attention more to like the quality of my sleep because I do feel like I sleep a lot, but I'm still pretty s- pretty tired on average. So that's also something I'm trying to do pay more s- attention to. Do you sleep with your phone by your bed? Uh, yeah, but I don't use it. I'm pretty good about it because, well, mostly because my phone is, like, really bad at charging. So, like, if I, like, move it a little bit, the charger just falls out. So, like, I have to, like, put it, like, a specific spot and just leave it there. Bro, get a new charger, bro. (laughs) 
it's not the charger's fault. It's my phone. Oh, really? Yeah, the, like the port is loose. Oh, um, oh the USB plug. Yeah, out. and like the answer is buy a wireless charger, <laughs> but uh, I'm just lazy. And also, I kind of like the fact that it's fucked up. Why? Because it it I don't know. It makes me it, yeah, it takes it puts pressure on me to like actually use it for what it's supposed to be used. Because like like I can't a lot of times like in the evening I've used my phone all day for work and then it's like the evening and it's just dead. So I have to go plug it in, but I don't have a charger that I can just like plug it in and still use it. So like it just allows me to just put it down and just leave it there for like hours at a time and yeah i don't know sometimes it's kind of freeing to be like it's like six o'clock and my phone's just dead and it's like <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> ni- like it's nice because you're just like i know like it's okay because i'm like with logan so like if there's an emergency like get a hold of me yeah um but yeah i don't know man sometimes it's nice to just feel, you feel a little bit more off the grid that way when you sh- your phone's just fucking dead at 6 p.m. But overall, it sucks. Because, like, sometimes it'll be dead in the middle of the day. And I have to, like, put it on a charger and put headphones on just to answer phone calls. Because <laughs> I need it to stay on the charger the whole time. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, um, but I have a good setup at my desk. Because I have my wireless charger right there. So I can charge it, take it off, put it back on. But, yeah, sorry. That was a long rant about my phone charger. That was good. But I, ha- I, ha- I don't use it by my bed. To don't use it but it's still there. It is still there. I've heard. Um, I've heard that that's not good because of the frequency of the the phone being on or something. Mm. I hear that can disrupt your sleep. Are you mm. calling cap? Yeah, it seems a little tinfoil hatish to really? me. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's not. Come on, that dude. sounds a little too close to like 5G is gonna give everybody cancer. You didn't hear about the Samsung <laughs> phones like four years ago that were catching on fire? No, that was real. <laughs> that but why actually happened? But you don't think you don't think? Have you heard the? Have you heard about like phones being in your pockets, like not being good for your reproductive system? Yeah, I don't really buy that either. Seriously, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's. It seems like smoke and mirrors to me. Like, is there like research that like actually shows that? I can't pull out an art. I don't have an article prepared right. for you. But I don't know if one exists. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, and I will take that. But all right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but I do. <laughs> I guess I do kind of agree that we don't know what the long term like health problems with us is going to be for always having these fucking phones. Even, like, yeah, I mean, I think, specifically thinking about, like, the phones in the pockets, like mm-hmm. a laptop sitting on your lap is, like, the worst place for it, I've heard. Do you ever do that? I feel like I have before. Yeah, I don't. Like, if I've been on my laptop in bed, I feel uh, like I've had it, like Yeah, I guess you've On my it, lap right? before. Yeah, I've never been big on that, though. Or if I'm sitting in the chair and I don't have a desk in front of me. My, yeah, I guess legs. I mean I have done it before. It's like having a plate. On but your then why do they the call it a laptop? That's my thing. I don't understand why it's called a laptop if it's not good for it to be on your lap. It's like I mean it's just one of those things we've never changed the name of because like I don't think when they named it that they knew or they thought they knew. I don't know how much I believe in that anyhow. Huh. 
But I guess it makes sense. It's just like feedback with anything else, like just feedback like with your body instead of like other circuits. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'm saying that though. But do you so have you stopped sleeping with your phone next to your bed? I have my I moved my uh, my nightstand further away from the bed. Hmm. But it's still on there. Maybe I'll start sleeping with that next to see if I sleep better. I just I'm afraid that if I put it on like the other side of the room, the alarm's not gonna wake me up. Mm. I, I'm worried about that. I mean I'm not I know I would get up early, but I think I would get up at like five forty five or six That's and I should be leaving. At like, yeah. Do you shower in the morning? No, I shower the night before. Nice. I feel that. Although sometimes like the very rare occasions where I do have to leave early, I kinda like the shower in the morning. Kind of knock some of the sleepiness off. But are you are you a coffee guy? No coffee. Damn, dude. So you should be getting up at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning and going to work without showering or coffee. Yeah, I I also this is one thing I noticed lately that I'm trying to change. I also wouldn't drink any water until I got to work. <laughs> oh, dude. That's crazy. You need anything? I guess. No. I'm assuming. No food. Get up. Brush teeth. Get dressed. Take dogs out. Feed them. And I take Guinness with me. And that's my morning. That's a heck of a routine. Morning drives have become nicer because it's getting lighter earlier. Oh, so yeah. So I've actually gotten to see, like, the sunrise. That is always makes it better. Yeah, on my way into work. And it's beautiful here in RPK. Yeah. Also, I never really get full nights of sleep because I have to let my cat out of the room. At, like, 2 in the morning? Yeah. And it's not like he's locked in there and I need to let him out because then the simple answer is just don't lock him in there. <laughs> he comes in in the middle of the night and falls asleep on our bed and then I have to get up because when he wakes up he just goes underneath the bed and starts clawing at it and like ripping it and it's really loud so I have to like get him go out to the kitchen get his food out shake it so he comes and thinks he's getting fed and then put the food away and then go back in my room and close the door <laughs> I do that shit every day why does he sleep in your room because he likes to and if we were to and the next simple answer is oh well just Put him outside of your room and then close the door. <laughs> well, here's the problem. <laughs> he eventually will want to come in, and he does. He responds to that by, like, meowing at the door, scratching at the door, oh. and, like, w- taking running jumps and, like, body slamming into the door. <laughs> so it'll just sound like someone's, like, pounding on your door at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's, ex- that's excessive, but it, it is actually loud enough to wake you up. Um, so, yeah, this is the best option. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be a hilarious video. It, of the cat running into the door. I really want to, like, I do really want to put a camera out because I just want to know what he's doing. I think that has to be it because of the sound. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, he used to claw the carpet, but we bought a thing to, like, put under the door so he doesn't claw the carpet anymore, but, yeah. So this is every night? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my god. No, not pretty much, like, yes. Dude, a lot of the like, we used to put him in the laundry room, yeah, and close him in there, <laughs> but that felt a little fucked up, so we stopped doing <laughs> it. Um, but so now it's like we just have to kind of deal with that, Man. and 
Um, sometimes I just leave him outside. Yeah. Um, but Logan likes when he, he's able to come in. Yeah. It's tough, man. <laughs> I like it too. It's nice. I, I he's definitely a spoiled cat, but. Maybe that's why I'm not sleeping. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like right. I feel like that's well, depending on what time you go to bed. For me, that's right. That's prime time for me. If I'm getting up at two o'clock, I'm screwed. Cause yeah, I have an hour. I have two hours left. It's better for me because I can like. Yeah. I can go back to sleep. Um, but sometimes it's like four. Oh. And it's just like, I'm up. Yeah. He'd get a lot. I think he would thrive more here. Yeah. Because I would think you guys would have a very similar sleeping schedule. Uh, probably. Because yeah, four. He'd he'd like adjust enough to because if he knew you were gonna be up, then he would get up. But he doesn't even get fed till nine. I don't know what what he thinks is gonna happen. Got anything else? Mm. I don't think so. Yeah, we're we're over an hour. So. Yeah, I feel like I had a couple of other topics, but I feel like they're not gonna fit very well. They're not short or not really. Not in. Table them for next week. Cool. Um. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Good Fridays, episode thirty-one. Thanks, everybody. Um, tune into the playlist, as always. And we appreciate all the support, continued support. Um, follow us on Spotify. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Rate the podcast five stars. Please. And I think there's, like, little polls underneath all the episodes. It's like, do you like this episode? But, yeah. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> please, awesome. Please. Um, no, don't put yeah. Put what you think. Put your opinion. You can put no. Yeah. Just give us some interaction. Love you guys. Peace.